0: football
1: game tonight
0: now no doubt it's gonna be a football I'm, I'm, I'm game here okay I, I here all right let's go baby let's get the game fourth and goal Uh-oh. and they're gonna snap it and it's trey burton who throws caught foals touchdown About Guavaloa trying to make up for it. Fires to
1: the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Ladies and gentlemen,
0: football
1: to the max! Here are your hosts, Sean Garmer, Gary Vaughn, and Eric Watkins. Hello and welcome to another football to the max. Hey, we've been consecutive here. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. You're not this is not you're not hearing the same show twice. We actually did do two shows and one sitting here. Uh so we're previewing the AFC West on this show. If you heard me on the tail end of the previous show, we're not doing a big season preview this year because 'cause we're doing these so late. So you're just getting the division by division previews and then we'll start talking about uh the weeks. I forgot to talk about that on the first show, but we did have a somber Thing to discuss on that, that first show. but um, So Eric and I will not be doing the same thing we do we've been doing the last couple years uh, in that uh, for number one, we're changing the day of when we do the first... Well, technically, I guess it would be the... Yeah, it would be the first show of the week because it's Sunday. So <laughs> we're doing the shows on Sundays this time along with Thursday nights. Uh, we're not doing the Monday night uh, show anymore. So the Monday night discussion whatever game will be on Thursday along with the Thursday night game so and we're kind of not just in an effort to save money but also because we originally had made the thing on Monday so that okay we we talked about all the games during that week and we could get full benefit of game pass because then we'd had some of the day to watch games well, the problem is that even though I'm I'm off on Mondays, that's one of my two off days for the entire week. I don't want to spend eight hours of that off day watching games uh, that feveringly, <laughs> and Eric has work. So it's really just almost a waste of money. It's great for me because the Cowboys are out of – market for me so when they don't play I can still watch the game or whatever but uh, Eric's in market for him so it doesn't matter so much but even when I man, don't want to watch guys yeah. still an option <laughs> <laughs> right it's uh, yeah it's just it's better for us so you know through watching the games that are on locally and red zone and uh, you know whatever news hits during that day Uh, We'll discuss that on Sundays. Uh, We probably won't go as in-depth on the games as perhaps you've heard us talk about in the past. But that's probably better for your sanity and ours. (laughs) So, uh, because I think sometimes we got way too in the minutia of things and, I don't know, kind of got not fun to talk about football sometimes. So, we're trying to make it more fun and just, hey, here's what happened, but not... Hey, here's what happened every freaking quarter and every you know every touchdown and you guys heard that already. You saw that already. Like you exactly. don't need to hear us. Re- we're not cover gonna that sit- again.
0: Yeah, we're not going to sit here and break down the blocking assignments and how receivers got open with certain throws at the pocket and et cetera, et cetera. It just didn't know. <laughs>
1: as interesting as that is, <clears throat> you can go. Watch a YouTube video of that. It's probably a lot easier than having me try to explain that through audio. Anyway. So, alright. We're going to talk about the AFC West here. And, man. Some interesting things have happened. Uh, Since last year. We have a rather big coaching change. In still technically the Oakland Raiders. Uh, John Gruden is back into coaching and it's been a heck of a long time.
0: Uh, It's been, it's been 10 years, but instead of parting, like it's 2008, John Gruden is partying. Like it's 1976. I hope to God that he's gotten that out of his system because the biggest question is, How close has he been to the game and how quickly he can pick things up? Offensively, I really don't think you're going to miss a beat. Between the quarterback camps, between his preparation for Monday Night Football, breaking down plays, everything like he has, he's still close to the game and especially that side of the ball. The problem is, How will he be able to connect with defense? Yes, everything is being tweaked more towards quarterbacks, more towards wide receivers. And for everything there, he's covered. But arguably, your second, third best player on that team is Khalil Mack. You need him. You're going to want to play some sort of ball control offense aided by a great defense that's what got you to a super bowl with tampa bay i don't like that there's no communication and automatically now trade talks so that's going to be the
1: development i'm continuing to keep my eye on as the season develops yeah certainly Uh, i think obviously their biggest question is their coach younger and of where what are they going to do you know we don't really get to see that much I mean in preseason it's all vanilla so mm-hmm. until that first game rolls around and you see what kind of offense is really getting put out there and you know how Jordy Nelson plays because you know he hasn't been Jordy Nelson the last uh, few years and even when you know Aaron Rodgers wasn't there you know Derek Carr is pretty good. He's not Aaron Rodgers yet, anyway. So we'll see if Jordy Nelson helps out in that regard. Martavis Bryant also coming into this team. Uh, I think that could be a big help. Uh, Helps out Amari Cooper as well. You know, they let Michael Crabtree go, which is somebody that Derek Carr relied on quite a bit. So you've got to make adjustments there on the receiving end. Uh, Khalil Mack is you know, going through his deal that he's going through right now. And, you know, that's a problem for the team because he's the one they rely on the most. And, yeah, and that offensive line is taking a hit as well. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's another thing that, you know, Derek Carr has to deal with and John Gruden has to deal with. And, you know, so I feel like Oakland... Yes, they had a lot of things go wrong last year, but I don't know. I don't know if they're we're going to see them hitting the playoffs or anything. Not quite. Uh, it's not
0: going to be a terrible dumpster fire sort of a season, but if you're looking to see the Oakland that you saw last year and then coming over the past couple of years, you're not they're yet another team that's going to just kind of slow down a little bit but it's not going to be abject
1: terrible yeah i mean can marshawn Lynch put out another season like he did we don't even know if derek martin's gonna make the team right now i mean they've had some uh good performances on the running end from some other guys so I mean, you're having to rely on Derek Johnson on defense right now. That's so, not, I mean, he's, he's really good, but he's 35 also. <laughs> yeah,
0: no disrespect to old guys, but it's not the ideal utopian sort of scenario. Uh,
1: it certainly is not. And i really just got to see what what John Gruden's going to have them doing, I think, there's such an anomaly because they could come out and just light the world on fire and go, Oh my God, John Gruden is a freaking God and, you know, whatever. And then he's not. And, and then he, t- and it just, or he comes out and it's total egg on his face, right? So... You know, I, th- I think that's something you have to wonder about, and I think they are going to decline a bit from the teams where we go, oh man, they're certainly on the rise, look at the Raiders, they're going to be a team you're talking about deep in the playoffs, all that stuff. I don't know about that, at least for this year. So, uh, you know, be careful uh, on that end. I, I, I do think uh, they drafted Maurice, Maurice Hurst, and I think he's going to He's going to be one to watch for the Raiders. But I think we're going to be talking about two other teams Mm -hmm. uh, instead when we're we're talking about uh, the AFC West. But one of the teams they're probably not going to be talking about because they're in a similar situation where what's what's happening here, they're going to have a lot of things have to go right for them. In the Denver Broncos, they got Case Keenum, who we know – He put on one heck of a year last year with the Vikings. Uh, Now you're going to the Broncos team that they have similar pieces in where you need them, right? You have the Demarius Thomas, the Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, You still have the running game there. So that's not... That's not an issue. Um, I think that the offensive line is a bigger problem, which for Case Keenum, that's a big issue. Yeah. Uh, we did see him move around a bit, but I w- still wouldn't say, you know, I'm counting on him to do some wonder plays or anything. I mean, he can move if he needs to. Yeah, he he's
0: going to mean... More of the Case Keenum we saw in Houston than the Case Keenum that everybody saw last year in Minnesota. Ah, I, I don't think Denver fans are prepared for another season like that.
1: <gasps> God, hold on. I love when you press a button, the wrong button, and then it starts playing something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I didn't ask you to play anything, thank you. Right? <laughs> just... Yeah, but I just... I feel like, okay, he's walked into a nice situation. Um, And they still have, you know, one of the league's best defenses. As well, you know, picking up Bradley Chubb helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that end. But I don't know. I just... I wonder if it's going to be that same lightning in a bottle again for Case Keenum. Like, I don't think we're going to hit, like, Rams-level Case Keenum or anything, but to be at Vikings-level Case Keenum again is... That's a lot to ask. It's like the Jaguars' defense again. It's like, this could very well be a one-year wonder Again,
0: what I think we're going to see is a bit above Houston-level Case Keenum, who saw flashes and had great performances in losses and had terrible performances in even worse losses.
1: Yeah, I think the offensive line is going to play uh, an issue in that, Uh, not helping him as far as blocking, and he's going to face pressure, and what does he do with that? Again, can Anderson, can and can, you know, these veteran receivers that, that have been around the block, you know, they had to deal with Peyton Manning when he was throwing ducks out there. Uh, if they can, you know, they can be on, on point with Case Keenum, then maybe the Broncos will perform better than we expect. But honestly, when we're talking about this division, I feel like it's a two-team division right now. Uh, And we're talking about Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. And Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, Eric, I mean, we've heard it from Robert all year long. We've heard it from Robert last year. It's Uh,
0: still not quite Mahomes' time. Not yet. (laughs) I get it. I've seen things from him. I know there's going to be that little bit of recklessness. I know having Sammy Watkins as a prime receiver will also help if he stays healthy. You've got Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Can he have another even close to dominant performance like he did last year as a rookie? Great. But you're not... No calm down just a teeny bit he's still got to get a year of actually playing under his system before we see how close to Brett Favre he really is in that gunslinging mentality not to mention have you seen the Chiefs defense this preseason have you seen the Chiefs defense in the way they played against Chicago that is problematic Sean you, me, and throwing Robert for good measure. We can probably get together a few guys and we could at least get a field goal or two against that defense. It, it It's not going to be a pretty year. You, my, the gamble might pay off sending Alex Smith to Washington, but you're only fixing maybe half of the problem.
1: Yeah, uh, for all the... Uh controversial things that Marcus Peters brought the one thing you could definitely you know you had with him is that he was a uh, fantastic defender and you traded him away Mm -hmm. and now granted you're getting Eric Berry back from his terrible injury that he suffered uh, last season you're getting Kendall Fuller back who's actually pretty good but you know I don't know that you got enough back for the Alex Smith trade and for you know, Marcus Peters, so losing stuff there. Chris Jones is doing well, uh, developing on the defensive line. You still got Justin Houston, but he's getting older, and he's more injury-prone as his years have gone on. Uh, you're missing Derek Johnson, who, eh, maybe, you know, he was getting older in age, but he was still somebody you could rely on there to kind of be your quarterback of your defense. I think that's going to be the Chiefs' problem. Look, Mahomes, you know he can sling it. He's mm-hmm. got the weapons and Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Sammy Watkins, uh, uh, freaking, uh, Travis Kelsey to, to go around and sling it to those guys and to put up 40 points and whatever. The problem is, is the defense gonna at least cover 10, you know? If the defense is giving up 21 or, or more than that a game, that's going to be a problem for the Chiefs, uh, especially come playoff time or anything like that. Uh, or it could draw the line in winning the division. or uh, not. It could be one of those like, you know, you lose one of the games to the Chargers and you lose another division game there or, or you lose another game down the stretch because you can't keep the other team off the field or whatnot, and that's a problem. Uh, That's a problem for the Chiefs. But my reason why I can't necessarily put the Chargers over them right now is history. The Chargers have a lot of history, uh, curse, you could say, Mm -hmm. injury, woes that always seem to hit them at the wrong time, Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. losing close games, kicker problems. They have a freaking kicker controversy going on. For God's well, well, sakes, why? <laughs> like
0: Because, the, no, it's good for them to have a kicker controversy because that's the
1: one thing they absolutely need to get right. I know, but, I mean, come on. Like, Roberto Aguayo is, I don't know. Wait, what? Wait, what? Well, yeah, it's a, isn't it, Aguayo and... It's between Aguayo and Caleb Sturgis, right? That's oh dear God,
0: I, 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 uh, oh Caleb, oh, oh, oh God, I'm gonna have to change my prediction. Damn it <laughs> the hell! Why did you break that kind of damn it? <laughs> I I'm thought sorry. we had to keep it,
1: Sean. Well, uh, bad condition and bad news. There, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, there Lord. is, I mean, the chart. Look, okay. Let's look at who the Chargers brought in, because they they did a lot for themselves
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: off season. You bring in Mike Pouncey. Check. Uh, Forrest Lamp is coming off his injury, so that helps yeah. the line a ton for Phillip Rivers, uh, who could still throw it a freaking mile. And you got, yes, I think the biggest injury, Hunter Henry, is going to be a big loss for them. That is that is huge um, because we know how Rivers likes to throw the tight ends, so they're going to have to figure something else out there. But you still have Keenan Allen, probably one of the most underrated receivers in the whole game. You still have uh, Tyrell Williams, uh, and you still uh, have Mike Williams as well. So, you know, I think with that receiving core that you have, you still have Mel- uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, Just, listen, Anthony Lynn, pass the ball, pass the the ball, and pass the ball. And then, when you need to close out the game, you run Melvin Gordon. Okay? Not the other way around. Like, I feel like they relied on that way too much last year, and that hurt them. Of just... Let's run with Melvin Gordon until we can't run anymore, and then oh well, he's not working. But we waited too late, and now we're gonna throw with Philip Rivers. And it's like, do what you do well. Okay. And now, granted, this- the offensive line's supposed to be better. Maybe you can do that, but I still feel like third and fourth quarters when you should really be using Melvin Gordon.
0: Yeah, not to so mention isn't Philip Rivers gonna be doing more and calling his own plays? Yeah. Okay. Very few people know this, but I think back to his senior year at college at NC State at a game against Florida State, fourth quarter. The coach at the time said, hey, Phil, for this drive, call your own plays. So that way, if things didn't work and he didn't get drafted, he could at least potentially have success as an offensive coordinator. NC State just went straight down the field. And this was a good FC uh, Florida State team at the time. He just carved them up. So I'm like, he's got a very high football IQ. Let him do that now. He's going to know exactly more, trusting his receivers, guiding that offense. And you are going to see them pass a bit more often in the first half which is what they should be doing. I fully agree. So I think with that, the control is going to be taken out of Anthony Lynn's hands at least a little bit, and that's going to be a big plus.
1: Yeah, certainly. And if anything else, I feel like the defense is going to cover them here uh, because you still have Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram uh, to to bolster the pass rush. You added Brandon Meebane last year to help with the, not being able to stop the run very well. And their corners got even better by the addition of Derwin James, who I think is going to be one of the standout rookies this year. Watch out for him, honestly. Uh, That's not saying a whole lot, but I think I feel like some of the things that have been the problem for the Chargers are still going to creep up here and there. I want to say go with experience and go with Philip Rivers and mm-hmm. uh, go with the Chargers to be that top dog. But I don't know. There's something about Andy Reid. There's something about the Chiefs. They're that sexy offensive team right now. Maybe Mahomes goes out there and totally lives up to the expectations that Robert has been setting. Or maybe he goes out there and acts just like a rookie. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. there is that possibility that he acts just like a rookie. Because whenever he didn't play last year. So, technically, this is his first. Yes, he sat there behind Alex Smith and got to watch everything. And that helps a lot. Okay. Maybe he goes out there and he's super confident and no big deal. Or maybe he's out there and just some some things start happening. And start bothering him and anything. You know, whatever. But but this dude yeah, is—you have Chad Henny as your backup. That's not going to go well. Yeah, that's not going to go go well at all. But I don't think he's—I think he's going to do somewhere in the very good, not excellent, but he's not going to, you know, crap the bed either. So. I- Go ahead. I mean, 24 touchdowns and 14 interceptions sounds reasonable. Yeah. Very reasonable. I'm not saying he's going to get like... Yeah, I don't think he's getting like 35 touchdowns and Mm. 8 interceptions or whatever. He's a gunslinger. He's going to throw some more interceptions. He might throw some interceptions that cost his team a game as well as we saw with Brett Favre. We saw with Tony Romo as we saw with guys like that. So, you know... There's something about me that that feels like the Chiefs are going to wind up winning the division. If it's by by one win over the Chargers, I think they'll do it. This is hard because that AFC got even tougher this year uh, with what's going on in the North. And, you know, maybe the discrepancy in the East is a bit... Further along, so I think that might help in making sure that two teams get out of the west of the playoffs. So I'm going to say the Chiefs in charge both are playoff bound, okay. And then um, I'll say the Raiders with John Gruden figure it out, get that third spot, and the Broncos one up in fourth even though that could easily get flipped because Case Keenum could have a good year with all that talent around him there.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to tell you now, seeing what I've seen over everything with the preseason, kicking issues aside, I'm still going to pick the LA Chargers to win the division. I think they're going. this will be the year they get over the hump they get that mental toughness to where they can close out those close games. And that's going to do enough to propel them to win the division. Now, again, seeing everything I've had a very hard time with this the rest of the way, the chiefs, I don't see as a playoff team. The Raiders, I initially saw as a playoff team, I really don't. I do think, though, the Broncos are going to be in with a shout. They might not make the playoffs, but I think they can go second in the division. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders and Chiefs maybe finish a tie for third and there's no clear-cut bottom dweller. Because I'm picking the Raiders as kind of that floating team. I don't see them winning it. I don't see them in last place. This is a very close division. But right now, I give the Broncos just a teeny bit of an edge. But it wouldn't surprise me if it's Raiders
1: at two, Broncos at three in that division, or
0: however you slice it.
1: Yeah, this will be another interesting division for sure to watch, as it has been for the past few years. Uh, What's John Gruden going to bring to the coaching uh, realm once again? You know he's going to be fun as far as the uh, press conferences and everything. Uh, But, you know, how's Andy Reid going to handle Patrick Mahomes? And is he going to be uh, what everybody is already hyping him up to be? What are the Chargers going to look like? Are they going to live up to this hype that we're giving them and a a lot of other pundits and everybody else is giving them? And you know what? Are the Broncos gonna be going back to being the Broncos, where they can you can depend on them with Chris Keenum at their quarterback? Uh, and you know, can the defense still hold up to what they have been and everything else? I mean, this is going to be another division that it's not cut and dry by any means. It's it's probably going to be close. So that's what makes football fun, and we're not. That far away uh, from uh, the kickoff of the NFL season. Uh, Something I should also note is that we're not going to cover college much at all. Um, Maybe. I I don't know. It depends on because I'm still in limbo of whether I'm going to. It depends on what Comcast tells me as far as if I have to bump up my package to get red Zone. What that entails, I might get a DVR again, and but I know I'm not gonna sit there and watch full college games. I don't know when I get home from work, but we're still doing the top 25 on the site. So uh, if there's like some big games or whatever, we might cover them. Uh, but this is gonna be this is gonna be a much more NFL focused uh, show this year. Uh, definitely check out the kickoff with Eric and the guys. Uh, they're gonna also cover NFL as well, but. They're going to cover more college uh, than we are. Just to, just if, if you want to hear somebody on the network covering college. But yeah, we're excited for all of that. We're excited for football to be back pretty soon. I know they had week zero already, but man, there's nothing like that week one uh, college season with all those big games. And then, of course, there's nothing like week one of the NFL season to get you all hyped up and ready to go and just, oh my God, it's here, it's happening fantasy football matters, it all matters, let's do it, you know, so, yeah, this is going to be a fantastic, uh, fantastic time for us to get through here, and of course, uh, we've got many more divisions to cover still, Um, so on Thursday... We'll probably do another double, so we'll round out the rest of the AFC uh, just to finish it out. And then uh, we'll be back that Sunday with starting the NFC. So, if you like what you hear, subscribe Football to the Max. Uh, you get uh, you get all of our shows right there when we get them done. And then, of course, if you subscribe to WTO Network, you get everything we do. You know, we do video games. You got MMA. You got the kickoff as well with Eric and the guys. You get uh, Wrestling to the Max as well. Our flagship that uh, we are bringing back pretty soon. And we also got uh, some more. So until then, we'll see you later, everybody. Peace.